Good morning, my brothers and sisters, on this episode number 139 of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I'm one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Amish Mountaineer and Prodigal Transition Ninja, coming at you in 4G, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, spoilers, and character customization on sports games, Patrick Novosel. And uh, you are a true ninja, because I cannot see you. I know, right? I am invisible. (laughs) Uh, On his left and my right, the volleyball and beast of the East, who can make you laugh in three words or less, or he'll finally buy a PlayStation, even though he absolutely has no reason to do it anymore. Ronnie Johantis. Hi. And uh, yeah, it's over. It's over <laughs> for that. It is. I'm the very ship sad. has sailed. It is out of yep. the port. It's gone. Yeah. And uh, the final member of the GMG Quadfecta, who shall never be forgotten, who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, La Coretta in his old stomacho, and a one of a dozen Battle Royale games in his hands at all times during the month of May, Mark Boucher. I'm glad I will never be forgotten. Also, joiners watching on YouTube right now, Lucas is a like master. That? He he is a master ventriloquist because he is not moving his mouth at all. That's right. Or his face. Just call, just call him Jeff Dunham. <laughs> I won't. E- I won't even blink right now. Oh my gosh! You're scary <laughs> <What>? <laughs> is that what Jeff Dunham does? I don't know. With one of his puppets, I think <laughs> it's was that what you or is it's that peanut? Is that I what think you do? That's Mark's new laugh. <laughs> I, <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That was quite funny, Lucas. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, I, ve- I right, vetoed Mark. that laugh. Uh, Get out of here. Yeah. I will stop now. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, all right, gents. It is so good to see you, even though you can't see me. Uh, I'm so glad to be back. It is. This has like been the longest two weeks of my life. I think I just missed one week, and I feel like I missed a month of hanging out with you guys. It's been a I long. Don't, I don't like that we can't see you. I know, right? It's, it's a weird, weird thing. Yeah, yeah it's like it it's kind of you're kind of like lording over us now. That you, you can see us over there. Always watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. No, uh, let's let's, well, let's go ahead. Let's start off with you, man. What right, is right. going on with you? What's new with me, man? There's a whole heck of a lot new with me. I think I'm gonna actually go against the grain here and go with gaming to start out. Surprisingly, even though I have no internet, which is why it's just my picture, I'm using my phone right now. It's sitting in my windowsill of my new house where I just moved because that's where the 4G is the strongest. And I have it uh, making a little hotspot to my computer, my Mac, and I got all my equipment plugged in and I'm really just sitting in the dark right now. So it's probably a good thing that that picture's there because I, like I look your, w- way do, better. Do you have like yeah. your like your blanket over your head? You're in the dark. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I love how uh, you already know where you have the best reception in the new house. Oh, I've found it real quick since the internet Sir, has it. been delayed by a week or so, and still going to be delayed by another week. Your I've wife's like, finding... "Honey, help me with this couch." Nope. Yeah. Nope. I gotta figure nope. out where the best spot is. Yeah. Move it to the right. To the right. A little more. Wait. Too far. Go back. 
Where's the yeah. tinfoil? Need that. Yeah, got to put that on my head. Of course. Where's the tinfoil? <laughs> but yeah, so I've I've definitely been sad that I haven't been able to do any multiplayer gaming. No uh, Rocket League with my boys. No Diablo with Chris. No no Apex with Mark. I mean, man, I've missed it a bunch. So much. Don't don't what think you, I didn't miss that. What do you do now? Uh, so pretty much what I've been playing is one of the games that you like, Ronnie. Enter the Gungeon. Mm. And it's pretty official that I'm no good at Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that took a turn. I was not yeah. expecting. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm still going. Uh, I really like it, but I have not gotten out of the second chamber. Like I've consistently died. Uh, I've gotten to the beholster two, maybe three times, and I've gotten him down to like maybe like a, an inch of life, and then he killed me. I got really good at dodging that laser beam, like you gave me suggestions last time. Yeah, you just keep rolling through it. You just keep rolling through it, but I just couldn't keep up. I eventually he he whittled me down to nothing, and uh, I died right at the last second. It really is. All, um, I mean, a lot of it's luck too. If you get a really good gun, like going yeah. into him, like it's a little bit easier. Yeah, the fav- my favorite, I have two, well, actually, there's two things that I've gotten in my last run or the last two runs that I really liked. Uh, one was I got a permanent upgrade to just shoot faster, and I felt like that was like a pity upgrade. Like, they were just like, man, you're bad. You need this more than we do. So uh, there's that. And then there's like a, a spinal column AK-47. It's yeah. like, I like that. All of them are lot. like linked together when it fires? Yeah, and it links together and just tears up groups of enemies when do you start unlocking guns there's like my favorite gun probably is the beehive and it's literally just just a beehive that you carry around and when you hit the trigger bees just fly out of it and then they home into whatever enemy i'm all about that i'll definitely check it out during the boss fight the beehive is like the best gun to have because all you have to do is worry about dodging yeah you just just shoot blindly yeah yeah the one dodging is the hardest Oh, it is game. getting the timing because you're only invincible for half the dodge, and I'm used to like yeah. dead uh, dead cells where you're you're invincible during the entire dodge until you stop your momentum, and then you can get hit with uh yeah with enter the gungeon. It's only half of the dodge, so that's kind of hard to adjust to. Um, the weirdest gun I've gotten is probably the tea kettle. Uh, it <laughs> You like just toss hearts, like you shoot hearts at enemies. And then when you're, I like the reload where it like boils and you have like this circle of damage around you. Yeah, that's Um, sweet. It it took me a little while to get used to it, but. It's not an awesome gun, really. No, it's it's not. It's the weirdest gun that I've gotten though. Really what you want is like a shotgun. Yeah, all about that shotgun life. I think the weirdest gun is your gun is a bullet and you're shooting guns. Oh man, I've gotten that. That are shooting bullets. Yeah, it's just a bullet, and you shoot out like pistols that are firing and turning, like spinning. That sounds like creates a disaster. That reminds. Have you guys played a? What is that called with the with the pig face? Hotline Miami, where you can throw guns at people when you're running around. I have played it very briefly. Anyone? Yeah. Well, very very briefly. In that game, you can throw your weapons. Like regardless of how you use the weapons, you can just throw your weapons, and it'll knock someone out. And you uh, pick it back up. I'm yeah, pretty sure there's a way back, to throw your gun and gun in, actually. Oh, I think I've only seen to drop it. I haven't seen to throw it. But uh, the other thing I've done in Enter the Gungeon is I discovered the the oublet, the oubliette. I don't really know how to pronounce it because it's just written. But where you in the first level you can you can use a like a water barrel to put out a fire, and then you mm-hmm. click a switch, and then you have to use two keys to go through mm-hmm. a trap door. 
Yeah. That's really hard, but I've gotten addicted to going through it. And I don't even know if it's worth it. <clears throat> I actually learned that every water, every, like, I didn't realize up until recently that every level, um, every single time there's the fireplace, which I think is every level or every, was it level one? Uh, like, there's yeah. a water barrel somewhere on the level all the time. You just got to find it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I, it took me so long to figure out how to stop the water barrel. Like I would shove it and then like it roll and i'd be like no stop stop and then i'd like try to run around it was really <laughs> i looked really stupid it was good times and then the last thing i discovered was the target shooting game i only did it once and i was terrible yeah. at it i hit I, one I love target that game. yeah i'm definitely gonna do it again uh besides that i played next machina which is pretty much one of house mark's uh newest games not the newest game returns yeah. the newest but I don't have a uh, I don't have PS5, so no Returnal for me. And which really that's what got me going on Enter the Gungeon, Next Machina, and uh, those kind of games was watching a Returnal trailer, and I was just like, hmm, I'm gonna have to uh, play something like it. So uh, Next Machina is pretty much Resogun and the Nation games, isometric, or even Diablo Ronnie, as you would recognize, kind of a top-down uh, shooting game that's just really fun. I got to the third area, I think, after two or three times. But it was good times. And then the last thing I did was Rocket League, of course. I played offline, and I played duels. And all I could think about was how I wish I had an internet connection. I <laughs> playing Gridiron. Yeah, I, I, Gridiron's back? Come on. Yeah. I actually comes did back not know Gridiron was have, back. I'm I, have, I have no internet, and I can't play Gridiron. It's, it, how cool. long is Gridiron Hello, back? Darkness, my old friend. Pretty much. That's what I've been singing. Uh, It'll probably be back for at back. least a month. Is mm. it a month? At, the, at a minimum, I would think let's, it would be a month. Let's double check. Yes. Mark, Mark, fact. Fact. Mark fact time. I'm going to play the bajangles out of that if it's still there when I get internet. I mean, at this point, I was supposed to have internet last Thursday, and uh, it's now Monday. And today they wrote me and said, hey, uh, we have a business problem. That's what they called it, quote unquote, a business problem. And we cannot even schedule your appointment to install your internet until after Friday. What kind of problem is, again? It's uh, just a business problem. A business problem. Problema da empresa. That's what they said. I was like, what does that even some mean? Some sort of internal dispute of some kind? <laughs> like a, like a strike? Employees they are fighting a, each other insur- right now? Yeah, insurrection. Like <laughs> someone's <laughs> what, the, a mutiny. Oh, the, no. <laughs> the mutiny there. We have a new CEO making his way to the top. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's it's really sad. There's but I have no, no other options. There is there. There are no There's rules. No in Brazil. They can make have, any excuse. Yeah, they can, and they pretty much have. I have one guy that I've talked to this whole time, and he's just like, ah, oh, yeah. So <clears throat> the rotary girder it just broke, and we can't. We can't <laughs> He'd be like, day. dude, I invented the rotary girder. Yeah, I, I know you're giving. I me know the how it girds. You give me the around here. Dude. <laughs> don't you it tell girds me for the. <laughs> Um, so I'm about to make you very sad, and I'm sorry, Lucas. Yeah, it's gonna be gone by the time it's he gets gone back. already. It's gone today. No, <laughs> you know what? I could have gone without that. So thanks. I appreciate you breaking my heart live for everyone to hear. <laughs> well, listen, listen, yeah, it's listen, better than you can't even you... see his broken face right now. It's Don't better than you that. having this this huge hope. For for several days, and then you Crying finally arrive, and and it's gone. 
Yeah, don't don't shoot the messenger there, Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. I'm, I'm not shooting anyone, okay? Just calm just down. You and your, you and your gun. Your gun yeah, gun. my gun. I'm going to get my teapot gun out and start <laughs> boiling <laughs> your face. Shoot hearts at Mark. <laughs> shoot hearts at his face. Not yeah. the peace. <laughs> By the time I have internet, it's going to be back permanently. Rocket League That's 2 my will hope. be out. Yeah, Rocket League 2. <laughs> Woo, let's go. Gridiron's a permanent mode. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's the gaming I've done. I've played all offline, uh, nothing crazy, just a just a little bit to to still feel like I'm a gamer. So it's been it's been fun. Good. Yeah, and then uh, you know the rest of my update. I'm gonna save it because we got a uh, a fun topic for you guys later. So why don't we just jump to Ronnie? Have you been doing any gaming, my friend? What's been going on with you, buddy? Well, funny you should ask that after your update. Uh, I told Patrick when I first got on here, he was playing the show and I could hear him. It's like, I haven't played that since we talked about it. <laughs> I had like all played... the fire and everything like about really? it. It's gone. And I haven't played it. And the problem is, is there's been a resurgence of Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> serious? Yeah, I'm That's serious. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, that's hilarious. I'm, I've been playing it for like a week again. I actually think like I'm pretty much done with it now. But like, just, I don't know, kind of caught wind for a week. And um, my first run, my first solo run back was, I actually made it to the dragon uh, at, in, the, in the fifth in the fifth level and died. And uh, that was the furthest I've actually made it since I started playing again. Then me and my buddy were playing um, last night, I think, actually, well, or the night before. No, it was the last night. We were playing... Um, we were playing together and we actually made it and beat the dragon last nice. night. Well done. It was pretty it was pretty awesome. Once you um once you beat the game, it like gives you uh well, I mean you unlock basically like vendors throughout the game. And once you uh like two vendors that you unlock, like one of them you can turn on what's called like a rainbow run where you only accept rainbow chests. So what they do is as soon as you exit the elevator in the first game, there's a ra- big rainbow chest right there and you open it and it and like eight items, like four guns and four, like just regular items Whoa. come out and you get to pick one and you get one of those every level, but you don't get chests. So like regular chests, you can't open throughout the rest of the game, mm. but you get to pick, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Get options. And then there's uh, there's one other person you can unlock that gives you a blessing. And what happens is you then become blessed by the gun and your gun is constantly changing like throughout the whole time to just random guns. Hmm. Interesting. That sounds fun. It's pretty awesome, actually. It's it's fun to like go through all the guns and uh, and you don't have to worry about ammo, which is the best thing ever. Oh yeah. Definitely. So we made it, we beat the dragon. And yeah, I think that probably like wraps it up for me and enter the gungeon. <laughs> so now I'll probably get back into some more MLB the show. There you go. Uh, there I you did go. not know there was gridiron like probably all weekend where I would have played some of that, but oh, um, nice. but yeah. I would have um, told I'll... you, Ronnie, but I wasn't playing, so I wasn't talking to anyone else about it. So sorry. <laughs> That's fair. My bad. Outside of gaming, I uh man, it's been a pretty pretty mellow week. I started back Elizabeth and I started up doubles volleyball again. Nice. Uh, we got in the league and played. We won, but it was because like the two people we played, like <laughs> it's like their first time playing doubles, and you know, 
Uh, but we're going to get probably beat pretty bad. There's some pretty good teams. And I realized, like, I am so, so out of shape after this whole COVID thing. Like, oh, my gosh, has it gotten horrible? Like, I used to be able to play two or three volleyball matches, like, in a night and have no, no, no real issues. But now I'm like, I play a couple, like, I feel like I've been beat up the next morning. Like, I can, <laughs> I can not walk. Like, I'm limping and everything. Like, it's the worst. Like, what happened? It's only one year. I know that feeling a little bit. I'll talk yeah. about that in a moment. Yeah, I said that's the worst part I think about getting older is when you do actually like do active things, yeah. you are so sore. Like you just cannot recover from it for days. And that's where I am. So, but no, that's that's pretty much it for me. I don't have like I don't really think I did anything at all. I renewed my 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 plates on my Jeep. So that was my being responsible. That was my adult thing that I did, but outside of that, man, I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh well, Patrick, yeah, what you got. Yeah. Um for for me this past week, uh, it's been pretty big on the job front. So for the last two months, two plus months, uh getting my my team, uh my department ready for, for to, to go live with our customer service calls. And we went live last Monday uh, and it went without a hitch. Uh, nice. We had a couple, couple like Good things stuff. that like didn't, we weren't expecting, uh, but it didn't stop us from doing our job. Uh, so it was just like an added benefit to adding to updating those things. So um, we were, we we're taking on two separate divisions of the 35 divisions within the company. Uh, we took on the first division last week. Uh, it went really, really well. And then we went live with the second division today and it went really, really well. So um, team was prepared for pretty much anything that was thrown at them. And I feel like they, I mean, I don't, if I wasn't there, I feel like they could, they could, they could run the department without me there. Be, so that's how, team. that's how well they're doing. And uh, you know, my, my team lead is Eric uh, which is Bengal Man 09. Nice. Uh, and he's doing a really, really good job, um, really uh, helping me out. Um, and so, yeah, big, big, huge, you know, thanks to him for, for making sure that the team was ready because there was times where I wasn't available uh, and he kind of took over like seamlessly. So it's been really, really nice to have him, have him aboard. So when um, he took over, did he like pretend to be you? He's like, "Hey guys, uh, this is Patrick uh, Novzal. Can I can I help you out or something?" I don't like know that? if you've seen him. We look nothing alike. So <laughs> I mean, fun fact: he could try. He could try real hard. It might work like, out. I didn't know if, if it was you... video or just like if it was over like maybe, audio, like we're doing right now. Real hard and turn your head to the side. And... Yep, that's Patrick. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's been really nice. And then, um, the head of the whole operations area, um, took, took us out to the Reds game on Friday night. So we got some really nice seats. They're like a hundred dollar seats and we had like six of them. So, um, some nice food and drinks. So it was, it was a a nice way to cap the end of the first week. There you Uh, go. Yeah, it was really nice team building and things like that. So yeah, things are going really, really well on the uh, on the job front. On the gaming front, for me, uh, I've been playing MLB the Show exclusively. This this game, there's there's a mode called Road to the Show, and this is where you create your your player, and you take them on to, you know, to the minor leagues and to the major leagues. 
So I was, I'm a right fielder and for, I'm in, I was in 2022. So the first year I was in the minors, the second year in 2022, I was in the majors. I played uh, very sparingly the first half of the year. And then the player in front of me got traded. So I got the, the starting position. So I played about a hundred games uh, in the second season. And when I say a hundred games, it's like three to four at bats. And that's the only thing I do as I, I swing at the first pitch. And if I, if I, <clears throat> if it's in play, then that's the end of that at bat. So I can go through uh, a game in like two minutes. And with the Xbox series S, the loading is super fast. So I can get right back into another game. If I don't sit out that game uh, within like 30 seconds. So the, the games moved very, very quickly and got to the point at the end of the year, you know, I was leading the league in home runs. I was leading the league in RBIs, uh, not batting average. Um, and so we get to the playoffs and I'm on the Reds and we are, we have, we won like 109 games in a season. Like it, like winning a hundred games is like the peak. Once you win a hundred games, that means your team is, is probably going to go to the world series. So, uh, 109 games. Uh, I am the starting right fielder. We're in the we're playing the Braves in the first round of the playoffs, and we sweep the Braves. I'm like, yes, we're going to the championship series. And uh, I go to the loading screen. It goes back to the main menu for me to start the next game, and a menu pops up and says, "You've been removed from the postseason roster." What? And I'm like, what? "What is this game? Like, seriously?" So I'm like, well, I, I can't do anything about it because I'm not the manager or the owner. So I'm like, well, I guess I guess I'll have to simulate the rest of the year. And we lose to the Dodgers, and the Dodgers end up winning the World Series. So I'm really I'm mad. I wanted to throw my controller because I couldn't be a part of the whole, the whole thing. So I, I go to the, the, the next year, and they don't bring me up to the majors. They keep me in AAA. What did you do? And I was like, what in the heck? (laughs) Like, I lead the The league in home runs and RBIs. And uh, I was just like, I don't, I don't know why, why am I being demoted? And so I go to the, go to AAA and I'm like, I'm so mad. I'm like, I'm not playing any of these games. I'm just going to simulate the entire year and see what happens. I led the league in, in, in the average home runs and RBIs. Basically, that's a triple crown and, uh, what they call that. And we go to the playoffs. And once we got to the playoffs, I was like, okay, maybe I'll play this. And we end up winning the whole thing in AAA. So the end of the What's season. What's that called, ha- by the way? Is it just the tri- championship? It's a AAA national championship. That's what they call oh, it. All right. All right. All right. Um, so at the end of the, uh, the offseason happens, and they want to offer me a contract. I don't know if you know anything about baseball and the types of contracts they get, but people get a lot of money in baseball. They offered me one year for $58,000. What? And I was like, that's kind of how much I make now. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't even leave my job for that. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So I uh, I wanted to throw my controller again. I was like, no. And you get the option to select how, like, you know, how much you want to be offered or what you're going to counter offer. I counter offered for 11 million a year for seven years. (laughs) <laughs> nice. i was like no way and so they're like the the option that comes back to like hey we're on the opposite sides of this you need to come back with more more realistic uh and i was like okay 
Excuse me, that is more realistic. So, uh, so I thought about it, and I, I answered the same thing: eleven mil, seven seven years. And they're like, "Well, this is our final offer. We're gonna give you two million a year for three years." And I was like, "That's more like it. Give me some money." Fifty eight thousand. <laughs> they came up from fifty eight to two million. Like seriously, like they they got the money for it. Um, you drive a hard bargain, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was, uh, and so I'm in spring training right now and I'm just, I'm, I'm a pinch hitter. I'm a pinch hitter. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to play this game, but I'll probably will. Pl- I'll probably play it until probably next Friday when Mass Effect comes out. But the rest game, this game is so, is so fun. <clears throat> um, just playing is, the road to the show. It? it doesn't sound like it like it's, you got it's, shaft. it's it, I'm, yeah it's but, awful so i'm like well if i need i mean like i'm like 21 years old in this game you know i come, come i came into the league at 19 i'm 21 years old now um uh, a lot of uh, a lot of players um don't come into the league until like 22 or 23 maybe 24 having a 19 yeah. year old player in the majors is rare nowadays they're usually in the farm system for a while i mean like you don't have like a Ken Griffey Jr. or a Alex Rodriguez or a Mike Trout where they're like 19, 20 years old and they're making an impact. You don't have those players. Those are like, you can count them on your hand of how many times players have been, have come up at 19 and made an impact immediately. So with that in mind, you know, I'm still going to kind of tough it out a little bit. So you got to really put in the time and uh, it sounds like they made it kind of realistic. That sounds like you got to, you got to devote some time to it to get yourself up there. Yeah, and there's like little RPG elements to it because you start at like 56 overall. And to get better, you have to do like some mini games. Like you have to do bench press or some uh, hand-eye coordination mini games or some running mini games uh, to get your stats up. Now, is this uh, like Final Fantasy VII remake mini games where you're doing pull-ups and crunches? And, yes, uh... yes, exactly. <laughs> is yes. it really? That's yep. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> so it's 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 fun. It's fun doing the uh, the uh, uh, off uh, the outside of the game stuff. You're not playing actually in the stadium playing the game, but it's fun. So um, yeah, I'm having a great time. I mean, it's the first time I've played a baseball game in like eight years. So I'm uh, I'm having a good time. Plus, it's like with a ser- with back in like 2014, the last last time I played the MLB the game uh, show the game. Um, I I didn't like Road to the Show because it took forever to load. Like it would, you would play a game, and they're like two minutes later, you're loaded back into the menu, and then you get back into the game. Two minutes later, it's like it took forever to play a game. Now you're in and out in seconds. Like it's so much better to play it that way. Mm. But uh, but yeah, it's all I've been playing. All right, all right, cool. Fair enough. Uh, Mark. Yes, sir. You're up next. What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, just just stuff. Um. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> just stuff. Just stuff in things and places with people. I get. Um, I, I, I get. That's that. good. I in get this, it. In this day and age, that's a positive. Yep. Yep. With indeed. people. No. Um. It was pretty pretty light week for gaming. Um. Really, I only played Apex maybe a couple times this week just to try to move the needle get as far as I could in the battle pass uh, before the new season, which as of this recording starts tomorrow, uh, which I'm super excited for. Uh, and I'm also super excited for Royale Rumble that starts mm, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. 
where I will be streaming a different uh, Battle Royale game every uh, Tuesday and Saturday night. So this week will be, of course, uh, the Season 9 opener for Apex Legends um, tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern. And Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern will be Fortnite. Uh, so I haven't played that Time game. Time to build something. Let's yeah, go. I won't be doing building. any building. Nope. Not for me, sir. Not um, gonna do it, mama. Not gonna build wouldn't, it. Wouldn't be prudent. Um, don't understand it. Um, so, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's an open call for anybody. Uh, I know we have several Fortnite players in our community. Uh, so that's an open call. If you want to play, jump on in. Uh we will have tomorrow night. We'll actually have a couple of giveaways on the stream. Ooh, hey! Yeah. Um, so that'll be good. But you have to tune into the stream in order to uh, enter to win. So uh, tomorrow night, 10 p.m. on the GMG Twitch channel. But Sweet. Uh, but yeah, gaming's been real light for me this week. Um, but in the IRL side of things. Um, this past weekend, uh, we went to Washington D.C. with my uh, with my wife's family, my in-laws, uh, to celebrate my father-in-law's 60th birthday, uh, which was really cool. Um, but the awesome thing about it is they paid for all of it. There you go. Yeah, so can't complain about that. Um, but I love me some free stuff. Yeah, especially when it's yeah. his birthday. But they they wanted us to be there and celebrate, which. Um, we were happy to do. That's, That's the way the Germans food. do it. <laughs> sure. Free food. No, they always, do. They always taste w- better. When it's your birthday, uh, Germans, when they go out to eat somewhere, the birthday person is supposed to pay for everyone. Interesting. Yeah. It sounds like a bad deal to me, but hey, that's yeah. what they do. That's good. We don't live Patrick. in Germany then. It's real. Yep. I know, right? Yep. This is, this is America. It's a good uh, thing we beat down them Nazis. I mean, that'd be <laughs> celebrating birthdays the wrong way all over the place. But we beat the Nazis, so it's, it's all a good. good thing we beat them. Otherwise, it would have been anarchy. It would have the birthdays. It's a birthday thing would have been a big issue. On their birthday, dogs and cats living together. Um, Total chaos. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we had a, a wonderful weekend in DC. Had some really nice weather. Um, we were there from Friday to Sunday. Um, you know, spent the first night. We went to a, this nice Cuban restaurant in the area, which the food was amazing. What kind uh, of food is in a Cuban restaurant? Uh, everything's in a cube, the shape of a cube. Everything's a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, like my it's soup like, cube. It's like Minecraft Ew. in there. It's like uh, Minecraft. It is. <laughs> it's a Minecraft. That's perfect. <laughs> I'd go there. Uh, yeah. No, I mean it's Cuban specialties, like. Um, uh, my my wife had a it was a Cuban sandwich which had like several different types of meats, uh, like uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was at a Cuban restaurant, Cuban sandwich, and it had meat. All right. Well, it it had I don't remember the names of the Capicola, meats, but like, yeah, that kind of stuff, <laughs> stuff that you save, typically save expect it, on like a, a Italian type stuff. But well, it's uh, Cuban or Italian. Yeah, what what what, what kind it's, of uh, mishmash is this? Combo. It's one of those KFC Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got Cuban. We got Italian food. It's Cuban, got a little it's Cuban sushi Italian. here too, just like the Germans used to eat. I don't know. It sounds like a melting Back pot. Back in World War Two. 
This was it, got, in, it got something this for was everyone. in germany got it no but i had like a it was a particular type of chicken that was like drizzled in some sort of sauce don't ask me i'm not it was pro- yeah <laughs> i mean I it was probably cuban chicken with cuban sauce yes yes, yes. we'll go <laughs> made with by that. cubans they know about it i don't all i know is it tastes good all right fair enough, fair, fair enough. and and this, and the chicken was huge like this was like cuban medieval times yes. <laughs> Yes. Cuban huge. No, it looked like one of those huge <laughs> times. Like, like, like you like where you're eating it like straight off the bone. Like oh, like that's great. Leg. That's awesome. Mm, it was yeah. that size. Dang. Um, and it was uh, with, like a like, mega chicken. Then yeah, <laughs> I feel like yeah, they literally like killed the chicken, fried it up real quick, and just threw it on the plate. The whole. Chicken. You know what? I want a whole that's chicken sounds, Cuban style. Sounds please. like they had to kill him if he was that big, stop him from destroying the whole town. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to eat this one live, please. Can you not kill it? Thank you. Uh, but no, food, food was great there. Um, Saturday, uh, we basically did a whole lot of walking around. Uh, oh man, around the yeah. National Mall. I thought my feet were gonna fall off. Mm. Um, they were hurting so bad. Um, but uh, we had a good time just walking around the National Mall, checking just tearing out our bodies. bodies apart. Yes. Yep. Um. You know, checking out all the monuments and stuff. Uh, saw the Washington Monument and. Um, Did and you looked, see Spider Man? Um, uh, they had fixed the window after he oh, broke cool. through it. Uh, Thank And the elevator, maybe. I, I hope the elevator's fixed. They did some okay. renovations, so. Okay. Good. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I was joking. It was like five years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd hope they would have fixed it by now. <laughs> I don't know. They're, the government's slow. It's the so. government. Yeah. <laughs> True. true. They probably have a nine hundred bill page bill to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's a two thirds uh, majority vote. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, we would, yeah we went to the different uh, different monuments and, and checked out everything. Uh, we had to go to mainly like outdoor type stuff because um, in DC all the Smithsonian stuff um, is still closed, but they're doing staggered openings. For all their museums, which mm. the Smithsonian does a lot of the museums, not all of them, but a lot of them um, in that area, they're kind of doing a staggered opening. Um, like I think the first one opens up on May 5th and then several open on the 14th. So unfortunately we missed those, but there's a lot mm. of outdoor stuff we could do. And there were some non-Smithsonian places we could go. Um, but yeah, we were so tired after walking the National Mall in the afternoon, we were supposed to go to the Museum of the Bible, um, and we were just so tired that we just went back to the hotel and took a nap. Which um, wow, the hotel, Skipped the Bible Museum. Lucas, here comes Lucas with a shame. But... You, call yourself a, you call yourself a pastor. Hold up, I love you, Mark. Not I, I love you, Mark. Do you guys right, want to go right. to the Bible Museum? Nah, nah, too tired. Uh, have you Got seen to the care of that already? Have you looked at your watch yet? It's nap time. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, Pastor Lucas, uh, you'll yes. be happy to know that we went to the Museum of the Bible on the Lord's Day. Uh, amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, but, uh, you Good know, we you. just we just switched that around um, and just did it on Sunday. But, yeah, we uh, we took a nap, which the hotel that we stayed at uh, was the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Washington, D.C. It's actually, um, if you've uh, read the news within the past few months, um, if you saw anything about the National Guard having being having to be called in uh, after the after the insurrection uh, at the Capitol and all that, um, 
and th- there was this whole thing that they actually had the the National Guard staying in a parking garage, and people yep, were. I heard like, about that. People were like really upset. I mean, obviously, be upset about that. Why would you do that? Oh, um, they were there for hours, yeah. just laying in the parking lot. Yep. Like they didn't have food. They didn't have uh, anything to sit on. They were like laying in parking spots. Yeah. Like just hanging out. Wait, the National Guard was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and this is where. In D.C. In our nation's capital. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> You're right. Um, so obviously there was enough outcry there that they fixed that, and so they've had them staying in the Grand Hyatt Hotel. And so, yeah, actually, I read that story, and they used the budget for uh, for for them. They used it on fixing Spider-Man's uh, damage <laughs> he did to the elevator and the George Washington Monument. Yep. So you know, what you guys, you guys signed for this. Sorry. Yeah, yep. you you voted those people Sorry. in. That's what they did. I don't understand. It's like they they were in there, and then not until there was an outcry that they fixed it. Yeah, that's correct. That's kind of stupid, but here we are. Um, here we are. But uh, but yeah, they fixed it, and so all those guys were still actually staying at the Grand Hyatt. I didn't know the National Guard was still there, um, but yeah, they're keep they've been keeping them there, um, watching over the area. Um, so we saw a bunch of National Guard people um lining up in formation and stuff like that and um Ooh. so that was cool um the the hotel was super nice um we stayed on the 12th floor the very top floor um and we had a view that was kind of looking out into like the main atrium it's one of those type of hotels that it's kind of like you see the hotel rooms kind of circled around like the, all the windows are like overlooking one main huge area um and so it was nice to be able to look out there um but yeah, it's uh, cool. everything everything was beautiful in the hotel um but yeah um then we had dinner in the evening we actually went to they recently put a cheesecake factory in there in dc uh so that was pretty new so we went over there and had some nice dinner there and cheesecake which fantastic um but uh, yeah, Sunday uh, we mainly uh, went to the Museum of the Bible, which unfortunately we didn't get to see all of it. We saw the first uh, couple floors, but uh, we had mm. um, my my brother and sister in law had their son had my nephew <laughs> with them, and you know you know little babies they they have a certain amount of time, and it's like nope we need to we need to go ahead and hightail it get him food or or something like that. So there's only a certain amount of time before he starts going crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm the uh, same exact way. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's Elizabeth weird. has learned to bring snacks everywhere they go. <laughs> and uh, here you go. Here's a little cracker. But uh goldfish. Yeah. Um so we, we we did enjoy what we did see. Um with the first couple of floors, I think the first floor was um Genesis? Was, no. No. No, it didn't go by books of the Bible. No. Second floor Exodus. Third floor. No, it was it was Leviticus. more a no. themed uh, a themed floor on like the history of the Bible in America and its influence on American culture. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and so they had lots of old Bibles from like the 1600s in there and um, old manuscripts and um, they actually had one thing that was really really super interesting to me was they had the original manuscript of Lincoln's second inaugural address. Uh, in nice. there, which refer- makes a lot of uh, scripture references throughout his speech. 
Um, so that's why they had it. They kind of had it themed that way. Like, this is all the things that make references to, to scripture verses. Um, and they had that. Um, they actually had a section in there for, if you've ever heard of the, the, um, the website I Am Second, um, mm-hmm. where people a lot, a lot of times tell their mm-hmm. testimonies of how God has worked in their life and has changed their lives. And, um, and so they like, they had the original chair that they used for those videos on display in there. And, um, then you could actually make your own sort of I Am Second video, um, where you could record a, like a quick testimony, which was cool. Um, and then the second floor was basically, um, a recreation somewhat of, um, the town of Nazareth and what hmm. life was like, um, for, for Jesus living in Nazareth and, um, all the different types of like, you know, oil lamps and, and different things that they would do like, um, olive, um, pressing and things like that, where they'd get the oil, um, for that, for, you know, obviously for the for food and for, um, for obviously lighting lamps and things like that. Um, and there was a, a guy in there sort of dressed appropriately for, for the times. It was kind of giving some educational background and things like that. So it was really interesting. Um, but yeah, those were the only floors we saw and then we kind of had to book it out of there. Um, but so it was, a, it was a fun weekend. It was a very much an enjoyable weekend. Um, it's nice to get out of town and, and enjoy some of our historical uh, sites of our nation's capital. So, but yeah, that is it for me. Nice. Man, I remember uh, going to D.C. It felt like every other year with my family. And I remember that first time that, we did those walks and man, you can really kill yourself walking through yep. DC, taking the, <laughs> taking the, even taking the the subway system, the Metro, right? Yep. DC Metro. That's called the DC Metro, which was a magical thing to me being a little, you know, kid from whippersnapper from uh, West Virginia. What are these metros? What does this do? This underground train? It's amazing. Um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. And, uh, that was that was like one of my favorite uh, vacation spots when I was a kid. I was a bit of a, a dork, I guess. I, I liked Smithsonian. I liked the museums. Going to those places was really fun. And uh, yeah, seeing history uh, just alive in front of you was fantastic. Yeah. Um, what else is alive in front of me right now is about a million mosquitoes. So I have moved and i am living about half a mile i think maybe a little less like a quarter of a mile away from a reservoir and a man-made reservoir we're like in a little peninsula um as i had mentioned in past episodes um we moved houses to uh, a place that is like kind of like paradise like it's got fruit trees a yard um it's got all kinds of nature, one of which are mosquitoes. And let me tell you, uh, they've tried to pick up my children a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> they are flipping huge They work together. Mosquitoes. They work like together. like a baseball bat trying to get, no, drop them. They do. Yeah, they do not fool around. And the the literal like like transition we've had to make in kind of being aware of what we leave outside or put outside has been tough. Like it's been a change 
that has been hard to adjust to. Now I'm just imagining like this, just like you can't even see through this swarm. Like it's the nighttime at your house all the time because there's so many mosquitoes. I mean, it's not quite that many, but there have been times where like, for example, when we first came, we, we try to position all our major appliances and major furniture where it's supposed to go. And so we put our washer and dryer in the corner um, of the, the laundry area, which it fit perfectly. And we, we weren't sure it was going to all fit the way it, it did. Like even our dishwasher fit in a spot that we didn't think it would. And so we placed all that stuff. And by the end of the first day, I grabbed some of the rags and some of the things we'd use to clean or do different things, put it inside. And I forgot to close the lid. Mm. Well, a couple days later, I was like, we still had, we, we weren't able to run the dishwasher, the dishwasher. We weren't able to run the washer and dryer. Um, but a couple days later, we're like, okay, we got to make some progress with this because our dirty clothes are already starting to pile up. And I go over there and I was like, oh no, I left the lid off. And I look inside and I kid you not, there were easily a hundred mosquitoes inside of the washing machine. That is gross. (laughs) It is the grossest thing I've ever seen. And it got worse because... So one of our weapons of choice for dealing with mosquitoes here is an electric racket. It looks like a tennis racket. Except it's got a, it's got a layer of electric just wiring and whatever you pass through it and whatever passes through it uh, gets electrocuted and it makes a very satisfying popping sound. Um, <laughs> I use that to poke the inside of the washing machine and that's when the, <laughs> that's when the eclipse sized put out the sun cloud of mosquitoes came out of it. it w- <laughs> I, I almost yeah, vomited. They were all alive in there still? They were all alive. And they came flying out. And Did I just you just swung. recover the opening with the racket? Pretty so much. <laughs> and I covered it. I, I waved it back and forth. And it was just like, dot, 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 dot. Like they were, but I couldn't kill them. It was, all. A, like they it was were, a massacre. It was a massacre. It was like the mummy, you know, where you watch the movie, the, the old movie, The Mummy, where all those bugs come out of his mouth. It was like that. Oh, It was gross. That is so bad. And so oh, over. Thank you. Over the, the last few days, the last week, like I've slowly been able to get the outside under control. I have killed hundreds upon hundreds of mosquitoes. You have what like a is, fire fence like around yeah, your house. That's what we're going to get to. We're not quite there yet. But like what's weird, the first week we just had these normal mosquitoes, like these little pin sized mosquitoes that didn't really yeah. attack us. Like a few would come in the house, but they were really stupid. They wouldn't attack us. So we'd kill them. Well, <laughs> for whatever reason, smart ones? well, the smart ones came out today. Like my daughter went out to play and uh, I was, I walked out later to take some stuff to our shed and uh, one attacked me and it was chasing me. Like it wanted my blood. Like it, 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 it wanted to like eat they're me. waiting outside, like in a yeah. line to trip you guys. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, Natasha, did you see these big mosquitoes? She's like, yeah, I just been waving them off. Well, later tonight after dinner, I looked over and she was scratching her leg and I, and she had like seven bites in the same spot huh. where, where the mosquito had just like sucked her blood, jumped over, sucked her blood again. And she didn't see the mosquito. I um, feel it immediately. And I panic. I start slapping oh, myself, like panicking. You and me, I'm, I'm out of there. You and me both, my friend, you and me both. <clears throat> but th- this whole mosquito thing has brought on just like a, a change that I was not ready for. Um, I don't want to downsell what, you know, our new place, our new place is beautiful. It's fantastic. It's like a great place for my kids to grow up for, for us to live. Like the way it's all set up is great. It's just the mosquitoes are ridiculous. And that change has been hard for us to deal with. And of course, change is what we're talking about tonight. 
That's right, folks. We are talking about change. This uh, topic was inspired, of course, by my big move and all the changes that I've been going through. But I did not want to suffer alone. I did not want to talk about just the negative changes. Of course, we wanted to talk about positive changes, uh, fun changes we've experienced throughout life. So it's not going to all focus on the crazy stuff I've been going through. Uh, I want to include the other GMG fellows in it. So, excuse me, had a little hiccup there. Uh, so, guys, uh, just want to give you the opportunity. What kind of changes have you been experiencing lately or maybe uh, throughout your life that you'd like to uh, start talking about and sharing tonight? Maybe I should pick someone. Sure, I'll go first. <laughs> Mark, you go first. I volunteer hey Mark, as tribute. <laughs> why don't you share with the class? Yeah, I mean, I've been through a lot of everybody goes through changes um, uh, in their lives, things that they don't expect, things that they do expect, but it just makes a lot of transition. And, um, you know, you've heard the phrase, all good things must come to an end. Um, and so when that kind of stuff happens, it's difficult. Um, but, you know, you adjust and you learn and you move on through life. Um, but um, so thinking about some some positive ones, um, you know, a lot of times when you're, when you're going through like, um, I, I've graduated, when I graduated from high school, I mean, it was a big change for me, um, because, you know, uh, I've gone through the whole K through K through 12 system. I'm now starting basically a new phase of, of my life where I'm going to be away from home. I'm going to be doing a lot of things on my own. I don't have my parents around all the time to, to help me out. Um, I'm, I'm having to put some big boy pants on. And mm -hmm. so it was, it was a, it was a crazy change, especially, um, since I was moving to a place that's, you know, 13 hours away from my home. Um, and, and so moving from New Hampshire to Virginia, uh, was obviously, you know, a, a distance change, but just a complete culture shock because, you know, I'm a Yankee. I'm a Northerner, um, and and coming to this part of the country, it's a lot of in a lot of ways is a, just a whole different way of life, um, and and so it was a lot of adjustment for me. It was a lot of change, but it was good change um, because it got me out of my shell in a lot of ways. Um, because for me, like. I have, I'm very, I'm kind of introverted, which is kind of funny because being someone who's a musician, who's been performing in front of people and stuff like that, you're like, how can, how can the musician be introverted? Well, mm. here, here I am. Um, and so initial, like, like initiating conversations and, and getting to know people, um, is sometimes difficult for me. Um, and hey, so, you just went first. <laughs> You're already making a good step. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I've I kind of have to force myself to do that. Um, so, yeah. at least you're aware of that because that's yeah. that's that's good that you know that. So if you you know like you're if you want to step out of your comfort zone, you got to be intentional about it. Otherwise, True. you're just going to be a hermit. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's a lot of lot of stuff that I basically say I'm an introvert with extroverted tendencies, mm-hmm. um, just because um, I've had to learn a lot of that extroverted nature, especially being in ministry. And I um, think like uh, it's it's funny that you say that because I mean I see it sometimes, but there's times where you're just like on it when you're streaming, like you just like kill it, and uh, so I don't know sure. if that if that takes like a lot of energy uh out of like a mental exhaustion uh when you're doing that it can and um part of that was kind of a reason why i took a break from game streaming for a little bit but Mm -hmm. uh, but i am recharged so i'm good about that um glad you're back yes thank you um but um but yeah just making that change complete culture shock complete new area but it was good because i was experiencing such a fun, exciting new experience as college life, um, which obviously, you know, my college life was a little bit different from your from your average secular college. We don't have like parties and things like that like that on campus. Um, no togas. Just, no togas. No no Greek life for that matter. Um, so um, hey, it's a, you didn't take a Greek language like biblical Greek. I did you not did take it, a biblical. You, I did not take. Oh a man, Greek missing class. out. We had yeah. we had Greek parties all the time. I'm sure you did. <laughs> did you wear togas? <laughs> Reading the Bible in togas. That yep, was- <laughs> that's what we did. You called it right there. It was awesome. Um, no, but it's a different kind of fun um, for us. But I I did have a great experience. Um, I I met a lot of um, great friends who are brothers and sisters in Christ um, I, I who I still talk with today um, you know got close with a lot of people grew in my faith got serious about my faith um, and and really understood there what it meant to have a relationship with with Christ um, while at college and so it was a it was a it was an adjustment and a change, but it was a it was ultimately a positive change. I just had to get some over some of the little hurdles of of making that adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a positive change. I can talk about more, but I'll let ever let other people have the floor. Yeah, yeah. The uh, with change, I mean, that's change is going to happen. You know, whether it's a small change or a big change. You know, there's well, for me like. I am an easygoing guy. Things change. All right. Well, roll with the punches kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, there's life is like, life is like a video game. You're going to, you're going to get uh, something new and then there's going to be a patch, which changes things. And that could be a small patch or it could be a long patch that just takes forever to download. And when it does, you know, it's just gonna, it's going to take, you know, sometimes it takes a while. Like, the biggest change, I think. Are you me, referring to your children right now? It's an eighteen-year patch. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, it, and I was about to do that. Yes. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> the biggest change, I mean, really for me is the is having kids, and uh, it is a total shift in priorities uh, when you have kids. If you're like a, you know, I want to be a positive role model and things like that. You know, that's it's it's a change that uh, that I embrace. And when I went before I had kids, you know, it was just me and the wife and we could pretty much do whatever we wanted. Um, and then when we had kids, it was like, okay, 
we can't really do whatever we want anymore. We got to make sure that the kids are taken care of before we can take care of ourselves. And that's just like, it is a constant thing with, with them. Like today uh, we took a tour at my uh, daughter's new school and it's because she's graduating fifth grade and she's going to be going to sixth grade. She's, she's going to middle school next year. She's and yep. into the honors program. Yeah. Yeah. So she was, uh, program, she, like she, that. uh, scored really, really high in, um, in the state, uh, testing to where she's like in the top 4%, um, in the district. So she gets some extra, uh, she was accepted in what they call the gifted program where they can, they'll have accelerated learning in math. Now I don't know about reading yet or language arts, um, we don't know the scores yet for that but for her math she got scored really really high so we toured the middle school which was which was kind of weird because it was the middle school that i went to so uh walking through there i mean like i don't know when's the last time you've walked through uh your elementary or middle school before but everything felt so much smaller oh yeah uh, tonight uh, it felt like a huge place when I was when I was back when I was twelve, <laughs> and now now this place just looks. There's like three hallways. I'm like, this is how many hallways there were. Like, <laughs> I don't remember this. <laughs> there were at least eleven last time I was here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, weren't there like forty forty uh, uh, levels here? I don't remember this. Um, but uh, they, they patched it out. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they pass it out right, kids get confused too easily nowadays let's just make it three so yeah the, the for me like the changes aren't necessarily like, i talked about my my changes in my job for the past six months if listeners out there if you want to figure out what happened in my job just listen to the last six months of of of, of podcast episodes um but uh yeah the the biggest change is with is with is with claire right now and she's going into middle school which is like a whole nother level with like adolescence and puberty and you know like it's she's gonna she's no longer gonna be the oldest kid in the class because that's where she is now she's gonna be in there with you know 12 13 year old boys now and which i am not prepared for Mm-mm. And that's going to be a new adjustment, a new change for me that I'm going to have to accept and embrace and figure out. Like, uh, it's yeah, the the kids thing is is really really big. And Lucas, you know that you you, oh, you know man. like with all these changes and I'm the questions totally that they're you. asking and yep, you know like it's it's like uh, you know like this day is this day what that we thought would never come is here and it's now. Yeah, and uh, trying to figure all that out. But yeah, the uh kids oh, man i love them Something to death else. i love being a father mm-hmm. I, I love being there and supporting them and everything they do but man it is hard it's real hard yeah and you know our daughters are only three days apart four days yeah uh the march 27th and she's the 29th yeah. right yeah 29th yeah. so mm-hmm. two two days apart i guess yep. even less so yeah i'm i'm right there in the same boat with you patrick that was i i would say that I don't know, like that was a big change, but it felt so, and, and I think for you, it, it kind of did too, but, uh, it just felt so natural, you know, sure. kind of like you, Patrick, I'm, I'm kind of go with the flow. I feel like only as I've gotten older, have I gotten more resistant to change at least changes that I don't like, like changes that are like, I, I like, I like the old way. I don't like this new way. And, uh, 
yeah, I'm feeling it with, uh, with our daughter. She's all, you know, she's also going in middle school. Um, just the other day we were talking together and she was like, Oh, my friends, they're all, they're all like, Oh, we don't want to play games anymore. That's for little kids. We're going to be in middle school. So we have to do big kid stuff and be all grown up. And she's like, I don't want to grow up. I'm like, been there. I'm a Toys R Us kid, just like you. <laughs> yep. That's fair. Yeah, it's 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 a weird thing. You, you know, you're a kid. You're like, oh, I can't wait to grow up. And then you're an adult. You're like, oh, I wish I was a kid. Exactly. Yeah. But I was you know, Tashin's cut from the same cloth as I. I never felt that way. Like I never was like, I can't wait to be big. No, I want I want to be a Toys R Us kid my whole life. Now she doesn't understand what that means, and uh, and when I said that, she was very confused. Poor, She's like, what's, poor. What's Toys R Us, Dad? <laughs> So Sadness. that was sad. And that's when a piece of your part Hello, just broke. Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yep, there it comes back again. <laughs> I've, been, I've been singing that song a lot lately. Uh, you know, Patrick, you, you mentioned the kid thing. Like it's, it's, it's part of the reason we moved into the house that we did. But uh, man, the stuff that's come with it, like moving to the new house, I, I just, I'm terrible at moves. Like I don't like packing stuff up. I don't like you know, unpacking. I just want it all to, I want to blink. I want that click remote, you know, that Adam Sandler had. And that's his, a dangerous uh, remote. You don't want to use that. I know. I know I don't want to use it, but I, I do like, what I about the power? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what, power. what would you, what in reality, what would you ever skip? Cause it seems like whatever you're doing, you always has, you're always doing something at the same time, whether you're washing dishes and listen to a podcast, whether you're doing laundry, out. listening to a podcast, no, I would skip I would skip handyman stuff. Like just like, oh, get this dishwasher installed. Get no, you know what? Just blank and it's installed. Get these mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You know how many times I've wanted that. to we'll just part all together. Well then we wouldn't have anything to talk about on the podcast if you didn't I know, have the, all boring. those mosquitoes. I'm like, I moved in. That's it. Anyway, <laughs> if he skipped it, wouldn't he still have the memories of it, or is that not how it works? Nope. You don't remember it. No, no memories, huh? He could, if you remember from the movie, he could go back and watch it, and he looked like a zombie. Like he was just like a cow chewing cud, just that. just standing there, looking like an idiot. And that's what we would look like. I mean, I don't know. That's, well, if you guys ever want I, me to come over and be like Will Smith when your daughter brings home like her first date, like from Bad Boys, like I'll dude, do the whole. I'll do the whole. Routine. I totally want that. I'll Please take my shirt off. That. And everything. We all need people like that, Ronnie. We do. We need people like that in our lives. Yeah, I still don't have any rules in my life, so I could. <laughs> I'll put on yeah, a bunch of just, fake tattoos and come over shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell the wife like, "All right, Ronnie's coming over. It's gonna he be has weird. no rules. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna put don't that out there. Be afraid. <laughs> He's still living a lawless life. He's gonna use the words and do the things that I'm not allowed to. So, and I have no idea what it's gonna be. So just I can't zip, be blamed. I ain't going just, back. Yep, just cover yeah. your ears, zip your lip. <laughs> I ain't going back. I love that scene. All right, Ronnie. So. What's a change that uh, came to mind when you thought about changes? What have you gone through that you uh, that you want to share tonight? Yeah, the the first one that actually came to mind was was after getting divorced. Um, I, I, like oddly enough, it wasn't the divorce itself or anything like that. The change was moving back into my house by myself. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I I think we've been through it a little bit, but. Um, the way it worked for us, I uh, pretty much just gave everything away. I didn't want anything. I was just fine with everything going. So I moved back into my house and I just moved into an empty house with almost nothing. Um, I had a washer and dryer and <clears throat> uh, a backup couch. <laughs> 
and that's pretty much it. I think I, I think I had a TV, but it was a, a really crappy TV. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the biggest change that I've ever gone through in my life because I I think up until that point I didn't realize how much I hated to be completely alone. Mm. Yeah. I think that like it's hard to it's hard to describe like to some people because you don't imagine that you're going to be in that position ever again. And yeah, there's just a, a deafening silence, you know, when you're by yourself and it's it's different from oh nobody's home right now. I love this peace and quiet. It's it's a lot different than that, you know, because there's yeah. not there's not like an end inside, if that makes sense. It's a lot more permanent. It is. Yeah. And Mark, you, you probably went through a lot of the same thing. It's, um, yep. it's a real adjustment to have to uh, just, it, it's such a drastic change to coming home to just nothing. Like I didn't even have animals or like, I didn't have my dogs or anything, you know? So it was a real, it was a real bizarre change uh, to work through. Um, I remember the thing that actually helped me out the most is I pretty much had music playing all the time. One of my first purchases was uh, like speakers uh, that I put throughout the house and linked them all up together. So I could just play music and I'd be walking into like any part of my house and still like music would be playing. Yeah. You know, I used to even just leave the TV on just to prevent that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember when, when I was going through all of that, like um, I went to this, it was kind of like a program that, that the church, a church in the area was doing. Um, it's called divorce care and they, they take you basically through this process of, of going through everything, um, and helping you to cope with it. And, um, and it's from a biblical perspective, but one of the things that they talk about is that in, in terms of sort of the healing process is, is grieving your losses and, and, and the breakdown of the marriage of course is like you know, grieving a loss, but there's so many other little things that are kind of incorporated that you don't think about until they're not there anymore that you have to kind of grieve and you have to um, to really process and, and move on from. And so it's all those changes that were difficult, negative changes, but, you know, ultimately they they helped me to heal. Um, yeah. So. So, yeah, I totally get that. Mine was mine was just a little bit different in that. Like the the grieving process itself can take place at different times. Sure. And I realized right. after the divorce that mine had already happened while mm -hmm. I was married. Uh, I, I just, I think I realized a long time ago that it was over and kind of grieved and went through all that while I was still actually married. Sure. By the time I was married, I was just, I, I don't want to say over it because it sounds, you know, kind of crummy, but, you know, ready to move past it already. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was just, it was, it was such a, it was a bizarre thing that I, I wasn't anticipating sure. even going through, even going through the whole divorce. You don't, you really, you never think about the point where, all right, you're back in your own place and there's nothing and you're just by yourself. Like yeah. you don't, you know, you don't think about that. I had to go buy a bed like the first night, you know? So just that it's like, I just bought a brand new house for the first time in my life and I had no furniture, yeah. <laughs> except I was 30. <laughs> Weird, so for sure yeah it, it was definitely a bizarre change yeah i definitely went through something like that actually you know uh at the end of college i had dated mindy uh who's now my wife but when she was my girlfriend we dated through most of college we you know we didn't live together we both had different dorms in different places we lived on campus we saw each other all the time 
Um, I lived in the freshman dorm with a, a bunch of guys uh, that never let me grow up for three out of the four years that I was in college. Um, but at the end of college, Mindy and I broke up. Um, I went to live out on my own. And I remember that first, that first six months, that first few months by myself, like it was weird. Like I was just there and I was going to work and I was doing ministry, but I, you know, besides hanging out with the youth of the youth group, I was just hanging out by myself. So I totally connect Ronnie with that, that lonely feeling that to go from, you know, being around somebody or a bunch of somebody's. And then all of a sudden it's just you. And it's yeah, like, it's, it, it's, it's right. bizarre to have almost like nothing on the horizon. It, that it, that yeah. sounds like, like a negative way and it's not necessarily negative. It's just all of a sudden, all right, what do I do now? Like, it's just up to me and that's it. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And with, uh, with Mindy and I actually for like nine months, 10 months, we didn't talk at all. And I was, I was in the grieving process a little bit and then trying to move on. Uh, when we were broken up during that time. And then I tried to like finally deal with it and like yeah. end the grieving process. I realized she had the key to my car, my extra key. And I was like, I want that back. And I have some of your stuff. Can we just meet up and exchange? Mm. We we met up and I mean, I made the mistake of inviting her to my place and <laughs> we met up. I made her like her favorite meal. I don't know why I was being so nice, but I just <laughs> wanted to, you know, make it you wanted her back <laughs> I, I get subconsciously i guess i did because at it that sounds moment like I, that's exactly what you I, th- I know right and i yeah. at that time like i was just like no we're moving on i'm gonna be nice and i'm gonna make her favorite meal and we're gonna exchange the stuff and, and move on and we talked for like hours upon hours and by the end we were like god brought us back together and it was just like all right well let's go with it then but uh that was not a change i was expecting uh yeah. in my life but yeah it's still uh, it was good for us to be alone. I think, you know, sometimes God allows us to go through that time and, and it, yeah, I, I do. I do think it, you. I do think it was, it was good for me. It was just a, you know, outside of the element that I had become accustomed to. And right. Honestly, that like what came out of it, um, all of my time, you know, being without a significant other was, I, I focused on myself a lot. Uh, I, I mean, I worked out a lot. Like I just did a whole bunch of stuff, you know? So it was mm-hmm. awesome for me. Yep. Nice. Not as awesome as it is now. Like, <laughs> well, of course. Wrong opinion. Like, this is way better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, you know, a year and a half of being single, like, about all I can handle. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad for where I am now in terms yeah. of <laughs> good change. Yeah. We can agree mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trade it up. Um, for me, like, the past 15, 16 years, like, especially since being married probably the most common change I've had is actually moving. Like whether it's because of ministry or because of family, um, I have moved at least, I want to say in the past 16 years, at least a dozen times. So I've never, we, it's close to that anyways. I can't remember the exact number. It's at least 10 times in the past 16 years. Uh, We always get to a new place and hope that it's going to stick. And then just life happens. Um, besides, and, and really associated with that, the, the next biggest change that's happened is living in another country. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I can't explain to you the challenges of living in another country. Like I can't even is... imagine living on the east side of town. <laughs> <laughs> I do live on the east side of town. <laughs> <laughs> it is you guys are so like foreigners talking to each other. <laughs> 
You need a, I need a passport to get over there. <laughs> yeah. a more rural maybe here. Got to get used to the, the buds. I, I, I literally can't imagine Lucas moving to a new country where all of a sudden English isn't even like the primary language. Like I, I can't imagine having to get over that. Like language barrier would be tough. Yeah. And it, and it, and I would say in the first year of us being here back in 2012, it was hard on those of us who had never done it before. My wife grew up uh, as a missionary kid. Uh, her parents actually lived with us the first three years we were here. That actually helped a lot because they had a lot of experiences. They had a lot of experience, a lot That's of wisdom the rare that time they could share with us. Live with you, and it's a good thing, right? There. Yeah, we yeah. needed them. Like, <laughs> That's a rare scenario. My father-in-law's a handyman. I was like, hey, you can do all the handy stuff. Just leave me out of it. I'm Dream no come good. true for you. Yeah. <laughs> no the, handyman the, stuff. The change of stuff broken is like the worst thing for me. People are like, hey, watch something on YouTube. And I'm like, can I just like buy a new thing? Phone a friend. Yeah. Like buy a new thing, borrow a new thing <laughs> until I can, you know, get the money to buy a new thing. Um, it's it's something I'm just not good at and change I'm not good with. But but like living in another country, dealing with the language barrier for me and my daughter was the hardest. My son was born here, so he's like half Brazilian, half American. Actually visiting the U.S. for him is like visiting a foreign country, which is funny to think about. Um, and 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 But for Natasha and I, like we went through really bad cultural, um, I'm blanking on what the word is, cultural shock, culture shock, not cultural shock, culture shock. Um, Natasha was two at the time and she went from being able to understand and speak, you know, sentences and phrases to people that they would understand to not being able to talk to really anybody other than us. And she cried a lot. The first six months were really hard. That was a tough change. Uh, I'm thankful that we were all together, that we relied on each other. We relied on God. God, God was with us all the way. I mean, it, with all the difficult things and the things we faced, um, there were a lot of confirmations along the way too. And it was actually a church here in Brazil that, that not only helped us adjust, but they, they kind of showed us like what, what God and what his love and, and what, you know, hospitality and church is all about. Like they, they loved us to the point where, man, like we would, someone in our family would cough and they would like five minutes later say, Hey, we made an appointment with the doctor for you. Just, uh, just be there on Monday at two o'clock and they'll take care of you. And, you know, the bill will be taken care of or whatever, like this church, these people there were, were awesome. And uh, I think that sometimes is the secret to change. Dealing with change is to not do it alone. Like connect with people, reach out to people, talk about the frustration. Um, you know, I've been reaching out to you guys. Like one of the things that has been difficult being in another country that I know in the U S I would not deal with is this internet issue. Like why I'm, why I'm talking to you guys through my cell phone tonight. Like the, this cell phone company has a monopoly on this part of the neighborhood where I live. So I have like no competition, nothing I can do. I can get mad, but I still need them in order to have internet. And customer just, service here is the worst. That's just horrible business. Like I yeah. don't understand how they're still in business. Yeah. There's nobody else. <laughs> There's nobody else here. It's like a, it's like a, a close, not a closed community. It is kind of a closed community, but it's an, it's an area of the neighbor. Like it's an area of this part of the city where they just don't have any other companies have, have tried to reach out and like have their own, whatever their wires or whatever they do to connect. Somebody needs to snatch that up. I know. Right. 
Yep. But yeah, moving's been a big thing. Moving's been a big thing for a number of our joiners. Uh, Bernabe Elronchas Butters, he had this to say on Discord. He said, well, I have restarted my life three times already. Moved uh, city, f- uh, moved from the city to a university, moved uh, to back to the city for work, and then I moved to a different country for another job. He's uh, originally from Mexico. Uh, and he said, I'm still not good with changes. Yeah, we're not all made uh, to deal with changes. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, a, that's big stuff right there. Those are big changes going, going to university, going to the city for work, and then going to another country right there with you, Barnaby. I think um, uh, with like moving places, it's the, the moving to a different location, I don't think is the hardest part. I think it's moving away from the things you know and the people that oh, you man. know true. is yeah. the hardest part. Yeah. Cause you have, you have to like start over like, all right, well I got to get new local friends or local organization, get plugged into something else so I can start to meet people. But that's, that's really hard when, especially if people have been, have lived there their entire lives, they have already their local quote unquote, you know, circle of friends, and acquaintances and things like that that's i think that would be the hardest for me like i could live anywhere but if i need if i move away from my family that would be like i think that's what would make me homesick yeah yeah i agree actually elizabeth is originally from dayton which isn't obviously that far away from cincinnati like maybe a solid hour Uh, but she actually moved like down here to cincinnati for work and you know an hour's pretty far distance you know just to go Mm -hmm. like see somebody or whatever so she actually joined like a couple of like i guess they're not really clubs but volleyball groups that were just like meeting and gathering and stuff and that's how she like met a few like of the friends that she's like pretty close with today and ultimately how she ended up meeting me (laughs) so Mm -hmm. thankful for that process Uh yeah 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 for sure um dealing with those those changes of uh you know, being close or away from family has definitely been one of the hardest things that, you know, like you guys mentioned, uh, living in another country, I would say that's what's made us homesick or, you know, at times wish that we could be back in the U S just because the proximity to family, especially with kids is so important. Um, I am appreciative of this past year. One of the positives from a negative, the negative of the pandemic and lockdown has been, um, up until at least the last, you know, prior to the last three weeks when we haven't had internet, but or consistent internet, um, my kids and 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 I and and sometimes Mindy, we've we've talked to uh, a lot of our family in the U.S. like every Sunday for the past oh, man, I want to say past six months or so, and uh, you know whether it's been my parents, um, Mindy's parents, or you know my grandma, uh, an, an aunt or an uncle from time to time. Uh, it's been really awesome to just connect on zoom or FaceTime or whatever. Um, it doesn't take the place of, of course, in-person meeting, but when you're limited with, you know, social distancing and all that, it's, it's not actually that bad and you get really accustomed to it and you get to see and talk to them even when you're really far away. And so, uh, that's, that's kind of softened the blow of, of that change. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think with like the, you know, the day and age we are in now, and being able to communicate from far distances. Like a lot of my, I think a lot of my friendships 
are like it's a weird thing like they're online you know yeah. like it's even even before the pandemic like through this podcast through other podcasts through video games like i've developed a really good friendship like like you guys like mark and lucas like you guys don't you know i like if i've met you guys or mark i've met a couple times uh and then lucas i've met you like once but it's like i consider you guys close friends even though you guys are states away or countries away continents yeah. away and it's just like and when you don't have internet and trying to connect with friends and family like i can't even imagine how hard that is for that change gotta get out the old quill pen <laughs> write it down <laughs> i mean like do you do telegrams is that so <laughs> my dearest <laughs> eleanor it's like good morning my brothers and sisters stop my dearest <laughs> <Gwendolyn>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's uh it's it's been rough like not having the internet and then uh on top of that, I think I can't remember if I mentioned a couple weeks ago where my screen broke on my phone. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's still a thing. And so I've been siphoning everything through my MacBook, which has actually not been bad, but once I lost the internet, like it it became unpredictable and until I figured out where the good 4G was in our new house, uh I was struggling. Like I wasn't able to really talk to you guys consistently. Um, you know, You've made it through I, a lot to be here tonight, sir. Yes, that is so true. So very, very true. But uh, it's been such a it's it's I know it's going to be worth it in the end, kind of like what you said, Patrick, like, you know, you have to wait for the, the update to finish. We have to wait to like have everything unpacked. You know, I talk about these nasty mosquitoes, but like for those of you that have seen pictures, you know how like just where we are, like it's picturesque, like there's a lot of lush greenery a huge yard for my kids to play in uh, hammock hooks all over my porch. Uh, we're going to be getting a fire pit uh, nice. from some friends Keep that don't want to use it. mosquitoes away yeah, with that fire We're going to be burning yeah. with fire. Speaking of burning with fire, Ronnie, uh, we have had also uh, what second to in number to mosquitoes are spiders. And uh, the, the electric racket also works with the spiders. So, there have been I think, times when I think the, my plane tickets to Brazil are, are, are refundable. So <laughs> nope, they're not. You have to you have to do it. <laughs> no, but we're killing them now. So when you come visit, they won't be here. Uh, Just hope they didn't have babies. They all they correct. all do. They, they always do. have babies. I'm they sure they, they, they have like three thousand of them every day. <laughs> that is, they that never is a go lie. away. That is I don't know. Just imagine that's that in a day. I'm pretty sure that's the truth. There's three million spider eyes looking back at you. Yeah, but uh, it's going to be worth it in the end. Um, it's it's uh, it's a place that uh, you know we're crossing our fingers that we'll hopefully stay for for the next few years and uh, not have to move again. Um, it's going to be it's going to be good. All right, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this right now. I looked it up. Mosquitoes lay uh, 100 eggs every three days. Dang. So you're. You not, know what you need I, to get. I let them sit in my dryer for like two and a half, three days. How many, how many female mosquitoes are there? Probably a thousand. Did they have, do you you guys have bats in Brazil? I, we've talked about this. I've, I've already mentioned to my wife about this bat box and I got the uh, negatory from her. She's not, she's not down for that. I was like, come on, we'll put the bat box really high up in the air. I think I could start a business because when we were walking, we walked around. So on Sunday we had a semi-normal day out of the, the week we've business. been here. Yeah. So we're walk, we went on a walk on Sunday after having a nice, you know, a morning together. We did church at home together. 
had communion together as a family, uh, had lunch, took a nap in the afternoon, and then went on a walk. And every other house we went by, people had the electric rackets while they're out on their porches, like just swatting at the mosquitoes, like over their head, wave around. So I'm like, if I can start a bat box business where I sell people these bat boxes or whatever, these bat houses, uh, we could make a killing. Now, what if there's too many mosquitoes, though? Is the bat just going to eat himself to where he can't even get into the box anymore? <laughs> They're not going to fit. Because that could be an of, issue. A bunch of fat bats. <laughs> they can't even fly anymore. They're just lying out there in the yard. <laughs> that that would be uh, not a today. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I like, I'm, like I'm curious as to how I know they can eat like thousands of mosquitoes like a night. It's some ridiculous thing. But I want to know like. First of all, I was actually going to move this year also, but I did not because the housing market is crazy. But I wanted to see what it was like without the bat. And then when we get the bat, because Elizabeth's down for this. So why would I not do it? Yeah. But do I want to see the difference if it makes like a like a noticeable difference. Like a thousand mosquitoes is a lot. And I'd like to think that if they know that a bat is in the area, maybe they're smart enough to not be in the area. No, they're pretty stupid. They just keep coming. <laughs> You said you got those smart ones, though. I mean, uh... oh, the smart ones. Thankfully, I mean, for one, they're like so. If the mosquitoes <laughs> that are normally around are like uh, a pinky, uh, these 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 black smart mosquitoes are like a big toe. Like oh, they're like swooping down and picking up your elbow. Like I'm to not, suck on I'm it. Not about that life. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Thankfully, there's a lot less. I feel less a bite. Them, I just though. start running. Like I'm out of there. There's a lot. There's a lot less of them though. So. There's at least that. You can see them Smart coming. They're really big. Yeah. Genetically uh, engineered. They have like huge biceps and stuff. They're aggressive. <laughs> they can just take you with them whenever they want. Yeah. They're nasty. Uh, yeah. So uh, before I forget, I do not want to, I do not want to leave out. We have two more discord uh, changes that wanted to be mentioned. Uh, Haas from the discord said, so I moved around a bit for work, changed positions at work several times and all sorts of stuff like that. None of it compares to the change my household went through when we decided to be foster parents. At the time, my kids were 10 and 12. As a family, we decided it would be great to use the resources God bless us with to try and help families change their lives. We weren't fostering to adopt. We thought that we would be able to keep some kids for a little while, help their families get straightened out, and send the kid home to live happily ever after. Naive would be too kind of a word to use to describe us in that moment. Foster care wound up being the most difficult, terrifying, faith-challenging thing I've ever been through. We were thrown into situation that, situations that were anything but sunshine and rainbows and were taught the very difficult lesson that some people can only be helped by the Holy Spirit but will never accept it. Now for the privacy of my two youngest daughters, and because it is their story to tell, I won't go into, into, into any hairy details, but the raw emotion from fear to heartbreak right on to joy that this experience gave me a something we'll never be able to accurately describe. Despite all those things, it was one of the most fulfilling things I've ever done. Gave me the rest of my children of whom I have no idea how I lived so long without. Mm. Wow. That's awesome. That is, I think that's one of the greatest sacrifices to be a foster parent and like do it, obviously to do it well. I know, I mean, coming from West Virginia, I ran into a few foster families that were doing it for some of the kickbacks which was not not a good thing. But for those who would do it to open their home to kids that are just, they got dealt bad cards and to yeah. just love them, uh, it's beautiful. Even though it is really hard. Uh, I have family that, that does fostering and 
uh, props to you, Haas, and uh, any others out there who do fostering or adopting, for that matter. Shoutouts, for no sure. No doubt. Uh, the last joiner, you done messed up. A, 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 what is it? A, a, a Ron? Was that too a, many A's? A, Ron. A, a Ron. I always want to do three A Rons. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, oh, You were just buffering. Yeah. He said, well, without boring everyone with the depressing details, when I was 17 or 18, which was my sophomore year in college, and that's another long story, LOL, I made yeah, the decision... Is. I made the decision to leave my father and stepmother's home. I asked my aunt if I could move in with her and my grandmother in Columbia, Maryland, and have been there ever since. The pros, I think I'm much healthier now than I would have been if I had stayed. The cons, this area of Maryland is stupid with all capital letters. Expensive. So I haven't, at first I was like, <laughs> tell, say everyone was stupid. It's stupid, expensive. Stupid. Just to be clear. So I haven't been able to afford to leave and get my own place to quite yet. If and when I do, I'd like to stay somewhere around here, though, as I really like the area and it would keep me close to my family. Yep, I understand yeah, that. That is a big change. That's uh-huh. part of the reason we've moved a lot is how expensive it gets. Like in Brazil, I don't know if I've mentioned, but there are some people who can, can kind of raise the rent every year and they have like a max they can raise it. And after a few years, a couple years, that gets uh, a little out of hand. Uh, just yeah. people are like, you know what? We're going to max you with the rent. And we're like, you know what? We're going to leave. And so I have high hopes for this current uh, landlord that we have because he's like, I, I like to keep my tenants for a long time. So I want to keep you happy. Uh, you know, and I, and I hope down the road that means he's not going to raise the rent an arm and a leg. Uh, so far, he's proven to be uh, a great host and uh a great uh, help in everything. Like he's, he's really been uh, helping me out a lot over this, just this first week. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, anything else, any honorable mentions for changes that you guys want to uh, throw out there? Uh, man. I mean, some of the things are good change. I mean, like PlayStation five and Xbox series X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. a good change. Like yeah. a new car. Like those are just like mm, that's mm. a fun change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that new car smell. It's so nice. I oh, can't and getting like yeah. I can't do that. All the really? new stuff, like new shoes, like the new shoe yeah. smell. Oof. Yeah. I think everything smells good when it's new. Yeah, I can't Maybe. do new car smell. Most stuff. Nope. It makes like it literally yeah. makes me sick. So you're around cars a lot. Does yep. that is that before the uh, before that happened, or is it just since you've been working at the dealership that you don't Be- like the new car smell? Before that happened, really? Yeah. Yep. Thankfully, I don't <laughs> have to be in the new car for too long. Oh man, that's if you don't like that smell, that's got to be like. Well, and I- thankfully, I've changed positions at my job, so I don't have to do that as often. But although the jeeps aren't the jeeps and the um. And the Rams aren't too bad in terms of new car smell, but if I'm hanging around in there for a while, um, yeah, it, it starts to get to me. I didn't know that there were different levels of new car smell. I think I thought they were all the same. I mean, it smells different. I mean, I, if you're around it enough, then you can probably, uh, I don't know, just desensitized to it. I don't know, but right, yeah. 
but no usually if i'm if i'm in there for like a a long period of time like i i can't handle that it might be based largely on the dealership though also i mean i know like the dealership that i used to work on or used to work at would actually like even though we just gotten the new cars like they would still have us put like scented you know whatever yeah in them so i don't know it's possible hmm does there any is there any such thing as like a new house smell? How's that how's that new house smell for you, Lucas? I feel like houses do smell different, but it's not the, and every house isn't the same. I have to say that uh, the new house actually it it has an a, I don't know a, a very smells like a mosquito. Feeling. No, <laughs> it's, it's you, mosquito you know what feel. I I kind of <laughs> touched on this before, but like it like the mosquitoes have their areas where they hang out. Like they hang out a lot in the laundry area and the, the grilling <laughs> They're hanging area. out. I could just imagine they're like, they sitting are there with they like drinks out there. and like a, a I'm bug. imagining yep. the bugs from men in black. How's it going? Yeah. And then I come in with the rack and I'm like, zap, zap, kill them all. I'm but, imagining like the big bug, the big cockroach is in Beetlejuice just sitting there on the recliner. <laughs> but they don't, they don't hang out in our house a lot. Like a few get in, we kill them. And that's it. Like, I, like I all, right, say, all right, guys, mis- the, the party's over. Out, everyone out. Yeah, everyone Some out. New Come people on. here. <laughs> I will say one of the smart ones got into the kitchen today, and it took both my wife and I to kill it. Like, it was attacking me, what and is, I was like, what was I was it doing, doing that finger. What was it doing in the kitchen? Just like making itself a PB. It was trying to make itself a margarita. It was like trying to make itself a mixed drink. I'm like, what are you doing, man? This isn't that kind of house. Get out of here. And uh, it had definitely attacked me. And I had to do that thing because Mindy had the racket, the electric racket. And so I'm like trying to point where it is, but without not getting, getting in the path of the racket. So I get electrocuted. Now, do your kids use the racket too? It's, yeah, sometimes I keep it good distant it? from them. No, not yet. Oh, I'm surprised. Nice. Aren't Someone's you curious though? Like it. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd be. Once you kill enough stuff, you're enough. not really that curious. Like because it, it doesn't mean it seems that aggressive. It scary. explodes them like it pops out. <laughs> like it's awesome. It's very satisfying. Like it's just like pop, pop, pop. I don't know if you give that bracket to the kids. I think the probability of them touching it goes exponentially higher. It does. They're gonna touch it one of these days. You know, they're going to get bored. They're going to be like, ah, the front yard, who cares? It's boring. And, Nasha you know. is going to dare James, and he's going to do it. Yeah, he with his tongue. To be like, touch it with your tongue, James. I dare you. <laughs> I, watched, I watched a video today. It was like this stupid compilation video on YouTube. And one of the things was, dude had like one of those rackets. And he's like, yeah, man, this is so cool. And all of a sudden, his dog dive bombs into it. <laughs> Oh no! Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> and it, and the video just stops right there, and you're well, just yeah. left like, oh, what no, happens? No. <laughs> I don't need to see the end of this. No, nope, they cut it nope. off the right time. Not at all. <laughs> you know what also has a nice new smell is a new couch. We actually invested yeah. for the first time in our marriage in a new brand spanking new couch. Oh, nice! Uh, nice. Oh, and it's got like pull-out cushions. Oh, like, instead of a recliner, it just pulls right out. Like, and you can That's just stretch sad. out beautiful yeah, it's nice. amazing yeah so yeah i like our couch it has uh it has plugs and usb port ports built into Ooh. it yep High and it's tech. a recliner does it have a fridge in it no that was uh that was a little bit more expensive see i want one of those like lounge chairs where it has like a fridge on the side or like uh you you lift up the arm of the chair and there's like a there's like a fridge in there I know, gotta be right? crappy fridges though 
I know, but it's like all I need is like just a, a few cans of something in there, and then just uh, <laughs> I'll have to get up. A few cans of something, snack yeah. or two. Snacks on the yeah. other arm, arm of the chair. Get like a chocolate bar in there, frozen. Mm. Yeah. There you go. I mean, just Hungry. grab some of those marshmallows and uh, graham crackers. You can have a, a s'more over at Lucas's fire. This is a little right. bit off topic, but do you guys eat chocolate cold? Do you would do you prefer it? Like, if I get a candy bar, like I would rather it's, it have been in the refrigerator. If it's dark chocolate, yes, I like not the, milk chocolate though. Nah, I think the dark chocolate does just taste uh, better cold to me. Hmm. Mm. I, I wouldn't mind it a little, a little cold, but you don't want uh, it. Don't, you don't want it melted uh, ever. Yeah, I don't want it melted at all. Um, especially at like, I'm a I'm a Reese's fan. Yeah, I don't I don't want those melted. That's all over your. Oh, face. those cold though with a glass of milk, like yeah. that's heaven. I, I'm all about the extremes. Like I I I don't want to get like gooey chocolate on my fingers, so I like it cold. Uh, but when it's in my mouth, I I want it to melt and be all gooey and yeah. Such. Melt in your mm-hmm. mouth, not in your hand. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. That's exactly right. M and M's, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm. They do melt mm. in your hand, though. <laughs> they do. I know. They, they changed them over Liars. the years. Liars. I, I mean, I, like, I thought for the longest time I just had like sweaty, grosser hands than most people. No, turns out I do not. That happens. It's all everyone. Same. Advertising. It's everyone. <clears throat> but yeah, changes. Changes change, and uh, I think overall I like change, and so uh, I look forward to giving you guys the update of the good changes of the house. And uh, not the mosquitoes. I feel like I get enough tiki torches and just cover the house in them, and uh, just have yeah. fire available at all times. We'll be. I'm good. gonna need a once you get internet. I'm gonna need a live feed of you giving a tour of your house because you did it oh. last time. <laughs> yeah. I will, and we need a new one. Oh yeah, I'm gonna and I'm gonna take you guys to the laundry area and show you the wonders of. I need to see this. I need mosquitoes. to see this racket in real time. I also oh, do want to see you battle a mosquito during this tour. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, that thing works. That reminds me, like completely unrelated topic, and I'll and I'll, I'll. I think we're in like we're like half improv right now, so keep going. Yeah. So completely (laughs) unrelated topic. There is a Twitch channel that's literally called Stop Sign Cam, and is it's just it's a twenty four hour. Well, I don't know if it's twenty four hours, but a pretty much constant stream of this random like. Uh, intersection somewhere i don't know where i think it's like in new jersey or something like that i don't know um where where it's it's focused in on this intersection with a stop sign and people are paying paying attention trying to count how many times people actually come to a full stop at this Mm. stop that'd be a rare (laughs) yeah people just kind of coast through it oh it's even worse in brazil yeah Stop That's signs. More are, a, it's more of a just, guideline than a rule. It's a decoration. It's just like, oh, look at that. Look at that decorative red sign they put there. <laughs> yeah. It's a stop. That's nice. That's nice. No cars are coming. Keep going. But Wait, it's just, moving, it, does, it, does it say stop or is it in like Portuguese? Oh, it says stop. I mean, it's no. They're like, yeah. I, I don't speak says, English. Yeah. Stoppy? What's that? What's that mean? No, it says it in Portuguese. It looks like it would look like pair to you. P-A-R-E. Potty. Uh but yeah, when there when there have been people in front of me that have stopped at a stop sign, I'm like, "What are you doing, man? Go!" <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> There's no cars. You don't need to stop. It's optional. It's, it's like real bad coast. when I visit the U.S. It's real bad. <laughs> All right. Just okay. wanted to mention that. But anyway. Yep. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna put like a mosquito cam in the laundry room so you guys oh, can see them hanging cam, out. Yes. 
And then like a couple times a day, you just see me come in wildly swinging the racket. I would, like, I would die, love just die. to tune in at any time during the day. Just be like, I wonder what Lucas is up to. All right, here we are. We found yeah. a live mosquito. <laughs> It'd be like the I crocodile hunter, except for with mosquitoes. That that day that I discovered those those mosquitoes in my uh, washing machine, I was Reaper from Overwatch, and I was just like die die, <laughs> die like spinning around with the racket, just killing them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. All right, uh, well, as we chug a chug chug out of the change station, how about we pull into the next station with some last minute uh, housekeeping? Housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping. Where we just you know offer pillows, fluff them. <coughs> We offer the towels. We fluff the pillows. Andy's candies that have been frozen in the fridge, of course. How about that? Mm -hmm. With a glass of milk. And then, of course, tip you off to the GMG news you need to know. Mark, of course, in May is streaming them Battle Royale games every Tuesday and Saturday. So check him out. Join him if you'd like. See if you can help him get a win or maybe (laughs) beat him in a match. It'll be epic. I still don't have internet, so I'm not streaming, but I am maybe going to when I get the internet back. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Let's hope so. Uh, besides that, of course, the first Thursday of every month is supposed to be game night with Jackbox. Uh, unless one of these guys has Jackbox, I will. we will not be doing that. We <laughs> may or may not have a game night, so it's going to be a surprise for all y'all out there. Uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher, of course. We would much appreciate that. You can also connect with us on Discord and Twitter. And uh, you can also even call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. All the links and info is in are in the show notes, so you can check it out there. Um, the last thing we have, of course, as we lead up to our GMG MAFT 100 list, we're going to talk about our favorite movies. But before we do, I think Mark has something to share with us. I sure do. And now we proudly present to you, our faithful joiners, This Week in Movie History, a GMG production. Yeah, This Week in Movie History, a few movie premieres here. Uh, 1958, uh, the uh, movie Dracula with Christopher Lee in the title role of Dracula. If you don't know who Christopher Lee is, he was Saruman in Lord of the Rings, as well as Count Dooku in the mm. Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. He, um, he also uh, is a heavy metal enthusiast. You should, you should Google. Really? Christopher Lee, heavy metal. Okay. Yeah. It's really I would have guessed that. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It is incredible. Uh, but yeah, he, he had a Dracula movie come out May 8th, 1958. Um, so quite a while ago. Um, this week, also uh, May third, two thousand two, the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire uh, debuted. Um, and finally, uh, May seventh, nineteen ninety-seven, The Fifth Element premiered with uh, Bruce Willis, and I believe Chris Tucker's in that movie. And, and Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich, yep. Um. And the I old monster s- hunter herself. Yep, and I want to say Gary Oldman's in that movie too, I believe. Um, but uh, birthdays this week, Ronnie, you'll like this. Yesterday's uh, yesterday, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson this was his birthday. Oh, uh, also this week, Patrick, 
Henry Cavill. His birthday's this week. Nice, nice. As well as the dashing George Clooney. Oh, I'll take that one. Thanks. He's George Clooney favorite. has the best gif out there where he's just like hiding behind. <laughs> peeking <laughs> out. Peeking. Or when he turns around and he just like opens his eyes like, huh? Yep. <laughs> I yep. love those two gifts. But uh, that's it for this week in movie history. Sweet. All right, uh, fellas. Uh, did you guys do movies last week? We I listened, not. but I, I waited not. for you. All right. Yep. Oh, look at you waiting for me that's so sweet yeah last week was improv so there were nice. no rules oh that's right who we gives we're gonna who... do that yeah that's good call good call <laughs> mm-hmm. all right uh ronnie let's lead out with you what do you got for us tonight two movies all, to add to the list got two yep. uh guardians of the galaxy one and two there you go all right i Sequels. watched one of them today um they're fantastic man everything about them is hilarious yeah they're classics they got a release for date sure. for guardians three now <clears throat> Saw that. Yep. Yeah. They had a release date for a bunch of movies. It sure did, including Black Panther two, Black Black Panther Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Yep. Yes. For, for, the you, I can't read that without saying Wakanda forever. Like I can't. Forever, ever? I can't just do Wakanda forever. They should have. They should have made it the number four EVA. Forever. Exactly. Forever. <laughs> That'd have been awesome. <laughs> Speaking of forever. The Sandlot. Dang it! Ooh. That was one of my two. Sorry, sorry, Mark. Ooh, oh man, I have been in like this whole MLB the Show now, thing this past now week. I'm scrambling. <laughs> uh, there, are, there's still like 15 more Marvel movies that are probably going to be on the list. You can just yeah, pick that's one. True. That's true. Uh, um, uh, so the Sandlot, and I'm going to go with the Rookie. All right, go with the baseball played. theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. I thought you were going to say Rookie of the Year. Ah, man, that's also super Did he good. say Funky Butt-Lovin'? <laughs> nice. Well, uh, while, Mark, uh, you want me to go? Yes, Mark, keep going. Please while Mark scrambles, Lucas. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Ronnie's uh, <sighs> sequel deal, and I'm going to do Toy Story 3 and 4. Ooh. Going for the, the final two. Even though I've heard somewhere that Toy Story Five is in the works, is that true? Can uh, anyone confirm or deny? Anything about it? But yeah, I mean, Toy Story Three was just magical, uh, and it's man. crazy. Like I didn't watch it until like I think it was last year, and uh, yeah, oh, that was in my that was one of the my the my top top movies. I was gonna pick that eventually, nice. but I wanted to leave that uh, for because I knew you'd probably pick it. And I did not think Mark would pick Sandlot. So I'm Surprise. so sorry, Mark. That's that's funny. It must be a good movie if we're both going to pick it the same week. It is quite oh, a good definitely movie. definitely a good movie. Yeah. Okay. So I do not see it on the list. So I am going to add Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, mm, yes. Uh, Civil choice. War is on yeah. the list, but the Winter Soldier... And my second is, I know the first one's on there already, but Back to the Future Part 2. Yep. It's a good one. It's really good. Yeah. That's a good. Hydrate level four, please. (laughs) Fruit. Fruit, please. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody's actually put any Star Wars information on there or any Star Wars movies yet. Uh, Uh, Did Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Empire's on there. 
I got gotcha. you. Yeah. At least I think it is. That was just a feeler for next week yep. for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty go. then. Pat, Mark, and you, Ronnie J, looking at you right there. I know you can't see me looking at you, but I'm looking at you. Yeah, feels weird. Yep. <laughs> Don't you feel Along with you. Normally got to pay extra you. for that. <laughs> and you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, I'm looking at you too. Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.